The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for three partners in this new endeavor here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on all things DNH. The podcast will primarily be comprised of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our very own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given a 45 to 60 second pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club, as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kiewit at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kiewit at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students and roll blue. People Savings Bank is a proud sponsor of the DNH Loose Change podcast. Hi, this is Tiffany Ash with People Savings Bank in Dyke, the home of the Wolverine Pride debit card. We donate six cents to DNH schools every time you swipe your Wolverine Pride debit card for $10 or more. So go shop, swipe, and support our school. Visit PSB today to get your Wolverine Pride debit card. Member FDIC, roll blue. Hey, hey, Wolverine Nation. We are here with another episode of DNH Loose Change. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed a nice beginning of the week. And as we wind things down here, you're able to relax and chill out a little bit. Yeah, hopefully everybody had a happy Easter. Absolutely. Did you do anything special? uh, You know... Nothing, nothing crazy. Got together with some of my family. Um, just we, most of it was outside. It was so nice. Yeah, out. it was pretty nice. What about you guys? Um, no, we didn't. Uh, we had a family meal. Yeah, we had a track meet on Saturday, and then Sunday we had a family meal, which was very delicious. Um, and we still did the Easter baskets. You got we do that. we we hide the Easter baskets, and then uh, the kids go out and have to try to find them. Some years are a little bit tougher than others, but <laughs> they end up finding them. Oh, I'm sure they do. There's a lot of incentive <laughs> in those baskets to find to get them. Yeah, so. yeah. There was <laughs> I was surprised on how, yeah, how lucrative was those. Was it quick this year? I, I don't know. So we hid Taylor's. We put it in her car, and actually, uh, my wife put it in the driver's seat. Did a seatbelt to it and also put a mask on it oh that's good and then what happened was taylor had to go out to her car to get something and she saw it <laughs> <laughs> that's almost so that's, that's too bad <laughs> yeah but but she kept everything that was in it so that's good that's good <laughs> and you said it was a pretty lucrative year for your yes it was holy smokes yeah that, that easter oh, bunny uh that. yeah easter bunny must have got um what did we get uh from the government a little stimulus package. <laughs> yes, there. yes. Yeah. The Easter Bunny must have got a well, stimulus package. <laughs> yeah, he must make less than whatever the the cutoff was. Whatever there. the cutoff. Yeah, he's a very. Giving you think person. he'd make more? I don't know, selling all them peeps and everything. Do you have a favorite Easter candy? Oh yeah, I'm glad you asked this question. I am a Cadbury eggs, the caramel Cadbury eggs. Oh wow, eggs. 
Yes. Oh, the caramel ones, not the not one with the, the yolk. And no, the, that's gross. That, yeah. I mean, not gross, but not. That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. The caramel <laughs> Cadbury eggs are are the best. Do you like caramel? I do. I love caramel. I do. Um, and then I you cannot go wrong with you know, Reese's eggs. Those are good, too. Yeah. I, I'm i not a peep guy. I, I was just going to ask, are you a peep guy? I hate them, to be quite honest. I, I'll take them or leave them. I'm not a, yeah. Like I, I don't. Obviously, I'm. I consider myself a candy connoisseur, but I'm not a peep person by any means. Yeah. Or jelly beans. I'm not that big on jelly beans either. I'm kind of with. I mean, I'll eat them if they're there. That's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna turn candy. I down. like those Cadbury eggs and those little mini eggs. They, yeah. they have the ones that say shimmer on them. I mean that. Those are so good. Yeah. Or so those good. big, those big rabbits that are just pure chocolate. That are, they weigh like, right. it'll be like three pounds. Right. Or, yeah. <laughs> that's a sitting for me. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we have a really fantastic episode on tap for you. But I got to say, the Karma machine. Oh, my gosh. It. We mentioned this a lot, but even more, if you want something good to happen to you, you need to get on the DNH Loose Change podcast. Yeah, it is something special. I mean, we've talked to, you know, we had Tanya Nicholson on here, and, and she said, "Oh, if they win, it'll be the it'll be a four peat, like the very next day." Yes, four peat. Then we talked to the soccer team, and what do you know? Very first inaugural inaugural game. Yep, got the dub. First win in, in school history, seven to one, I believe, over Applington Parkersburg. Yep. Tuesday night. We have some good karma, some good vibes going on here. Yeah. It's it's just meant to be. I something mean something magical in the studio. Yeah, something magical in the studio. And if you if you look off into the distance, you see some shimmering lights and No, it's just beautiful. <sighs> All right, well we've got a great episode <laughs> on on tap. Travis, what do we got tonight? Well, we've got uh, Jenna Joslin. I'm going to talk some tennis uh, with us as well as uh, school. Uh, Alexis Jensen heading over to the track side of things, another spring sport. And then uh, we will welcome in uh, Chad Bixby. He's going to drop some tech knowledge on us. I like what's going that. On. I like the pun intended, right? Tech time. Tech time. I think we should tech time with Bix. See, we've got a lot of ideas for the podcast. <laughs> It would cost us an arm and a leg to get through everything. We would definitely need to be recording on like three nights, four nights right, a week. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, this may be later on, yep. maybe down the road. Yep. And then tonight we'll finish with Mary Claire McCarter. She is part of the robotics team currently, and I think they uh, maybe just had finished up. We'll talk to her and, and find out uh, how the season went and how it looks, especially with COVID and stuff. You know, some of these um, clubs, you know, they're used to maybe being together. And, you know, this year, obviously, there's been a lot of changes with those with those clubs. So, yeah. And actually, I've got to give a shout out here to some students of mine. I, I'm not going to name names or anything. They know who they are. But I had some sixth graders recently tell me they listen to every single episode. And this is not a joke. 
<laughs> they tell me that the episodes are funny. You, and and I like that. I, I do too. I maybe there could be um extra credit. Yeah, maybe. Like you come up with a, a saying or hey, if you're a sixth grader and you come to to class and you write this on an index card and hand it to me. I know that you have listened to the podcast and there may be some extra credit yeah. or make it uh, school related, yep. class related somehow, you know, come in there, what you, whatever you're talking about or discussing that at that time, you can yeah, put I, a little I, Easter egg, an Easter egg into, oh, the, yeah. into the podcast and see if Easy. they catch it. I like that. Oh, this might be something that we go with. Yeah, but honestly, I have kids in my sixth grade class that are begging to be on. The podcast, <laughs> and I, you would be surprised the amount of students in in New Hartford, at least, that want to yeah. be on this, and that's the goal. Yes, we're, we're absolutely. getting there. It it's just right now we're trying to figure out scheduling and things like that. It's just it's a lot with everything that's going on testing, yep. and so we'll get there. Just give us some time. But as Travis talked to you about our guest tonight, we have. A lot of different topics. Um, we're athletics, we're technology, extracurriculars, um, outside of just what's happening in the classroom. So we appreciate our listeners and we are excited to bring you another episode of DNH Loose Change. All right, we are here with our first interview of the evening, Jenna Joslin. How are you tonight, Jenna? Pretty good. How about you? Not too bad. Um, Jenna's here to talk about tennis tonight and a few other things that are going on with her. So, um, Jenna, why don't you give us a little background information about yourself? Um, I'm a senior in high school. Right now I'm involved in tennis. Um, I've, I do quite a bit um, of activities and sports and stuff. Um. I have three siblings, and their names are um, Addie Joslyn and London and River Joslyn. Okay, all right. So, how old are London and River? I know I have I've had Addie, and she's in seventh yeah. grade. So, um, so London's four, and River's one. Oh, okay. So pretty little. There you go. Very cool. Maybe some babysitting gigs coming yep. up. <laughs> yep. There Possibly. you go. There you go. I'm sure you've changed a diaper or two then in your time. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so tennis season is just kind of starting to kick in here yep. and get underway. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, you're involved in tennis. How long have you been out for tennis? Well, technically this will be my second year because COVID canceled it last year. Okay. But, um, yeah, so this is like my first year actually like in the sport and like being able to do it. And what do you mean by that? The first year where you just kind of observing or... Well, the first year was last year, and COVID just canceled it completely. Okay. So this is the first year okay. I've like okay. done it. All right. Very good. Um, so far, what are some things that you've enjoyed about it? Um, I really like the girls out for it. I think it's like a nice group of girls. Like I feel like we all like mix pretty well, and our coach is awesome, and we just have we just have a lot of fun. And your coach is her name's Regan Zinkula. Okay, and she's new to DNH, I think, I believe. Yep. This is her first year, and she used to play at Grundy. She graduated from okay. Grundy Center. So, all right, does she live in the district now, or is she? 
I believe she goes to you and I. I know she lives in Cedar Falls, but she's in college. Okay, very cool. Well, that's that's got to be fun to right. have a nice young coach. Have yeah. you uh, have you taken her on yet? Not yet. One on one, or has she shown some skills? No, she hasn't let no? us play her yet. But she said sometime. <laughs> Would she dominate you? I probably yes. <laughs> you got to have more confidence in yourself when this gets going. All right. I know. Yep. Don't let them intimidate you. Exactly. <laughs> if you go in there like you're going to own the place, you'll, you'll fool half. The, you'll fool yeah. half the people at least. Right. Yep. I... Uh, so that's just something to re- remember. Okay. <laughs> um, and so being out for tennis, this is your true first year. Would you recommend it to underclassmen or eighth graders moving up into high school? Yeah, totally. I think it's super fun and. Just a, I think just like a different and new experience rather than, you know, just all the basic other sports that everyone does. That's good. I mean, I honestly, how long has tennis been? Okay, so as far as D&H, I'm not 100% certain. I do know that I was on the very first team back in Dyke. You're kidding. When Dyke had it. <laughs> yep, my sophomore year. So it's got to be like 100 years old. It's around yeah. there. My <laughs> sophomore year, we got tennis. Awesome. Very yep. cool. Did you have to like advocate for it? or? No, we had, uh, I bet there's probably, in the, back then we had boys tennis. So we had about eight boys and, I don't know, eight to ten girls, one coach, and she was legit. Um, Mrs. Smith, Lynn oh, Smith. The art, the old art teacher? Yes, she yeah. was She was my coach. and. Oh, she yeah. was small, but she was mighty, and we she would. She was all for it. We would try to take her on, and we'd get whooped. Yeah, that was one of her passions. I, she would talk about that all the time. So no, nope. very good. No, nope. she's the one that started, though. At least here at Nike. There you go. Okay, so uh, if you were going to give eighth graders one piece, so we're going to kind of transition away from tennis here for a few minutes. Um, eighth graders are going to be transitioning here soon into high school. And as a senior, you have a, a an impact on what what their experience is going to be like. Yeah. Um, what What's one piece of advice you would give those eighth graders? Uh, one piece of advice, I think, to like try new things. Like honestly, just like try everything you can because I've learned. Like I've started like new activities, like FFA. I started. And just, like, stuff like that, vocal, sports, like, just don't go out for one thing. Try everything, because you never know. And I ended up liking all the activities I've done, so. That's a very good piece of information as well, so. Yep, I totally agree with that. I think a lot of times, and I've had a few uh, kids come through the high school, and not to say it was my kids, but there there was some part of it where, you know, the part of not knowing or maybe looking foolish or you know, yeah. just the unknown and, and not really throwing yourself out there. I think that kind of hampers some of the students. And where you're saying, just try it, because a lot of people are in the same boat. Because mm-hmm. you come from 7th and 8th grade, and you don't have FFA, and you don't have, you know, the robotics, and you don't have, you know, all these other things that you can try. So 100% with you on that. Yeah. Very good. So, all right, here's a tough question for you. Uh, any future plans that you're willing to share with us at this time, or...? Yeah, so as of right now, I'm starting at Hawkeye for okay. a few years for respiratory therapy. Very cool. And so I'll be there for a few years, and then um, I'm planning on transferring to the University of Iowa to pursue in that, get a higher degree. Okay. So. Are you looking, um, is that like a role where you would be a doctor or just a, a therapist or... Yeah, so I think you can, like, get, like, higher degrees in it and, like, move up and get more of, like, 
a bachelor's degree or honestly just anywhere from respiratory therapy like you could then become a nurse or just like go up instead of just just that Hawkeye I think is technically just like an associate's degree yep and so I just kind of wanted to get a little more than that just a few more years and just go somewhere from there one thing nobody can ever take from you is your education so I definitely don't blame you there yeah um so that's where you're talking about college. What about 10 years from now? Do you have any long-term goals? Oh, geez. <laughs> the tennis circuit? Yeah. No. Mario, um, Mario Kart circuit? Something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I want to for sure live out in the country. I know that. And mm-hmm. hopefully have lots of land to hunt on. Yeah, I was going to say, you've, you are a country girl living in the city. Literally, I'm stuck yeah. in the city. <laughs> the big city of Dyke Isle. The big yes. city. <laughs> but, so yeah, hopefully so like doing in this something area, cool. In this yeah. area, or do you have a preference? Yeah, so, well, my parents are against this, but like I'd really like to live by the beach for like a year or two, like try that. But I don't know, I'm, I'll probably end up just living around here someday. That's not, there's nothing wrong with that. So. Well, there's George with Beach and yeah, exactly. You know, Roadman Park. They if might, you really, it might be you, a beach out there. If you really feel like venturing out, you know, Backbone. You know, oh, right? yeah. I could always just try it for a weekend just to see. <laughs> yeah, take a 10. Maybe a week. I think yeah. your parents would probably be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. so. well, well, you could do the Gulf Shores thing. Just yeah. bring them down for a couple weeks and Maybe yeah. they would, and that try would it. persuade them. I, yeah. I just want to, yeah, I just want to try and get away for a bit. But so they say they're sick of me now, but then once <laughs> I go away for a while, they'll want me Abs- back. Absolutely. <laughs> very good. Very good. Okay, Jenna, it's time for the random question of the day. Are you ready for it? Yep. Okay. What is one food that you absolutely refuse to share? Hmm. And this could be like a, you know, a drink or a food, a dessert, a main course. Yeah. What, what's the one thing that you wouldn't share? Well, my favorite drink right now, I don't know if you guys have heard of like pearl tea, but it's tea and it's like you can add these little pop things in there and like different flavors. So like when my friends ask for a drink of that, I like completely refuse. <laughs> I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, I know I haven't heard of it. I have not heard of that either. Is that something you can get like at Quickstar or? Well, it's kind of up by like the Texas Roadhouse area up there. Oh, it's, so it's a legitimate. It's like a store. It's kind of oh, like wow. a Starbucks, but it's just just tea. Okay, so you are a country girl, though, right? Kinda, yeah. Well, I'd say. Okay, just just wondering. And wh- I know. Wh- is it a? Oh, so I'm still getting lost on this. It's a store. What's the store called? It's called Pearl Tea. It's called Pearl Tea? Yep. And you purchase Pearl Tea at Pearl Tea? Yep. So you pick which, like what kind of tea you want, and it's like green tea, milk tea. Okay. And then you get to pick like your flavoring you add in it. And then I don't know if you guys have heard of boba. That's like those little things that like pop and it has like flavoring in them. So they put those in the bottom of your drink. And so like mine's just like a strawberry milk tea, and you can get... There's any flavor under the sun, so it's kind of interesting. It's very interesting. I've <laughs> never heard of that. So do you have to, like, as currency, can you use dollar bills, or is it pearls, or anything? <laughs> do you, like, barter? Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you have to like, talk like a pirate when you go in? Just regular. I just use my debit card every time. <laughs> ah, there you go. Wherever that, it's accepted. Yep, plastic. Yep. Plastic works everywhere. <laughs> Sometimes my mom's. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nope. Sarah's fine with that. Yeah. And pretty soon they're going to miss you, so. Exactly. She'll be wishing <laughs> she could give you the card. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what about you? My big one is French fries. <laughs> Refuse to share, right? Re- I, if we go to Arby's or Chick-fil-A or something and everything is in the bag, mine's the first one to come out and I make sure that they're all there. Yep. I also scoop up anything that's on the bottom. I just, I, I will not share those. Do you ever, like, did this happen to you where your, you know, Teresa or your kids would, like, steal something? They're like, oh, no, I'm fine. I don't need to, to order a fries. And then they're, like, stealing your food. At first, yes. Now, they know now. Yeah. They know like, not to go there. That's good. That, <laughs> yep. And I've always, and I have to eat my fries first. Chick-fil-A has good fries. I have to have warm fries. No, I actually don't like French fries. What? <laughs> I only like McDonald's French fries. Otherwise, I will not eat any other French fries. Like I can stand them, but I just don't really like them. And you've have you've tried <laughs> other places? You've tried Chick Fil A? Yep. Yes, I have. You've tried Culver's? Yep. It's Jenna, just not my Jenna, thing, and Jenna. everyone thinks I'm just weird. Oh no, I have my own my weird thing. things. I can't eat meat sauce on my spaghetti. I eat my spaghetti plain. It's, oh. I'm weird too. I have some some weird things. I get it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Wow, that's Travis what? is not good. Like, no, that, that, that's <laughs> well, that's, he's picky though. That drives. That's crazy. That's just crazy talk. <laughs> it's just like the most basic food that everyone loves, and I'm like, no, oh. can't do it. So, what do you get on the side? Let's say you go to Culver's. Do you get? Do you tell them no fries? Yeah, I'll usually just get like chicken strips and ice cream. <laughs> hey, you can get <laughs> cheese curds all. there too. Wow, like you can upgrade. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, how about you, Tad? What do you got? I am a big, uh, I love ice cream. That's one of my things. And I have always enjoyed a peanut butter malt. So like a peanut butter malt from Culver's or a peanut butter blizzard, anything like that, I won't share. Like, <laughs> it will it will result in harm, probably. Dang. So, but those are my things. I mean, I obviously. Right. Yeah. 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 You're not fooling us. Hey, now. <laughs> All right. Well, Jenna, we appreciate you stopping in tonight, uh, and we do want to wish you the best of luck as you move forward. Um, there's only, what, 34 more days? Uh, I think it's even less than that. Yeah. It was 35 coming into Monday. Okay, so and you have even less than I was going to say, senior. there's even a few. About, like, five weeks, I think, is all. So, And she did say on the way in, senioritis is kicking in. Uh-oh. A little bit. Yeah. So is there any... We won't tell, but is there any particular class that you are just ready to be done with? Well, I was way ready to be done with math, but thank God I didn't have a math class at all this year. I got out of that. There nice. you go. That is, that's good work that's out of you. That's not my thing. Good planning. <laughs> all right, Jenna, we're going to try this again. Uh, thank you again for stopping in. And uh, Thank you. you know, good things happen when you're on loose change. So yep. Best of luck moving forward. A lot of forward. karma here. A lot of karma. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. We are back with Alexis Jensen. Alexis, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Great night. Very yeah, great the night. weather is finally has, has changed for the good. I think. Yeah, it's 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 been a long time. I, I complain a lot about the weather on he, these podcasts. He gets arthritis in his knees, <laughs> and like when the weather changes, 
that might be false. I'm yeah. not adding that. But. I am tired of it, although I did see it's supposed to be down in the 50s again. Yeah. And it does bother so, me. So. But like somebody said, it is Iowa weather. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Alexis, you are a member of the track team. Yes. And um, you've been going here for as long as I remember. Can you give us a little background information about yourself before we start talking track? Yeah, my name is Alexis Jensen. Um, I live here in Dyke. I have two younger brothers, Jason Trey. Um, outside of track, I'm also involved in cross country. And then next year, I plan to attend Iowa State and study architecture. Very cool. Good place to do it. Yeah. I feel like we should put a little like asterisk by this because Alexis is using notes. <laughs> She's prepared. She, for she is prepared, <laughs> which probably also the same in school. Yeah. You're prepared. Try to be. Try to be. Yeah. Very good. That's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. No, that's not <laughs> even right. close. All right. So that's that's awesome. Can you go ahead and um, talk a little bit about track with us? Uh, let's start with how long have you been out for the sport? Um, I've been out since I've been in seventh grade. So this is my sixth year. Awesome. Um, and I think I saw you guys had some records. <laughs> we did. Might be a record or two. Yep, two well, of them. Can you, uh, which ones were they? Um, we had a record in the 4x1 and the 4x200. And in the 4x100, what leg do you run? I run the first leg. First leg and the 4x2? The second leg. Is there a reason for, do you like to lead off? I do like to lead off. I feel pretty comfortable coming out of the box, and you don't have to worry about the anticipation of your teammate coming at you. You just got to go right away, and right. you feel powerful, and you get it over with. And the other nice thing is all you're doing in the leadoff is handing off. <laughs> yes. There you go. To, so, uh, Coach Cheeseman, if you're out there, maybe pushing for a, a double start there in the 4 by one 4 by 2 There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, and I saw that you guys took the record I pretty easily. Is that kind of what I was gathering? Um, our 4 by one took a couple tries. We had some problems getting our handoffs down, but we worked hard in practice and spent a lot of time on them. And then after we got those down, we were able to get the record. What other events do you do? Um, I run ones, twos, and fours, so it depends on the day. Sometimes the open four, sprint med, those types of races. Do you have a preference? I really like being in relays just because you get to run with your teammates and everyone gets so excited for each other and cheers each other on, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, those are good. Um, so is there one teammate that gets, like, super excited, like, nerved up or anything like that when it's go time? Is that you? or is? I think we all get pretty excited, and it's not usually a certain person. It kind of depends on the day who's more nervous or <laughs> who's the most hyped up. There you go. <laughs> guys all kind of feed off each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nervous energy, it works out. So. Uh, and before we uh, move on, your what were the uh, the other three uh, relay partners in the 4x1 and the 4x2? Um, they were the same for both of them. Okay. So Eden Barrett, Jaden Bennett, and Shelby Ort. Okay. All right. Very good. And I, wait, I'm sorry. You're fine. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. And I think one of them qualified for Drake Relays. The blue standard, is yes, that correct? Yes, our 4x1 met the okay. blue standard. And for those out there that aren't don't follow Drake Relays or not, there's a, you only qualify a certain amount. It, it's all classes, 1A through 4A. It doesn't matter what class you're in, and they only take, you know, it depends on what event, 24 is normal, what they take. But if you get this blue standard, which is actually, they're pretty tough to get. I mean, they're very 
very high marks, if you get that, then you automatically qualify for the Drake Relays. So to get a blue standard is a pretty big deal in track and field. Uh, yeah, and I just from talking to Coach Reingart in the past, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, winning winning uh, the state tournament is always the big goal, but he he's always taken pride in getting his athletes down to the to the blue circle, so blue oval. Um, are you uh, able to give us some hints about maybe what are the best things that you enjoy about track? I really love the people. Like some of my best friends do track, and I love being around them every day. But along with that, there's people on the track team that I would never talk to if I wasn't out for track. And so being able to make new friendships with people that I normally wouldn't even see during the school day is a lot of fun. That is good. Yep. I, yep. And, we, and, and we hear a lot of that from uh, the DNH students, which is kind of cool. And it not, doesn't matter if it's athletics, academics, what it, whatever it is, they've, that, that's kind of a common theme, which is really cool to, to hear. Yeah, and just... And it's just a lot of it's random schedules, things like that throughout the school mm-hmm. day. It's not like not like you're trying to avoid people. Yeah, exactly. And although I do try to avoid you every once well, in a while, I don't blame you on that sometimes because I I do have access to the cameras, and so yeah, I, I know when you're coming. I can turn off my light real quick. <laughs> Trust me, I know after the whole uh, <laughs> kickball incident. <sighs> All right, okay, here we go. Sorry, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> I, digress, I digress here. Um, so what pushes you to compete? Obviously, you talked about your teammates. Do you have any intrinsic motivation that drives you or forces you to to do the best you can? Yeah, I, my teammates definitely push me along with my family, but I think overall I do track for me, and I just love being able to push myself to be the best I can be. And, like, knowing you're capable of something more, is like, it can really drive you to be better. That's very cool. Do you plan on pursuing athletics outside of high school um it's something i considered i am going to iowa state obviously next year for architecture because it's the only accredited program in the state and so walking on is something that i considered depending on like where my times end up this year very cool very cool and best of luck doing that as well so thank you all right um now we have a couple other questions we're going to talk about here that don't always revolve around track and we, we ask this about a lot of our athletes here. What lessons have you learned throughout your time at Dyke New Hartford in extracurriculars, in the classrooms, that are going to continue to help you be successful in all parts of life, not just in college, but in all parts of life? Um, one of the biggest ones recently has been overcoming adversity. With last year, we lost the whole season to COVID, and this year we've had during the season – some struggles like handoffs that get in the way of us being the best that we can be and just being able to work around those things and keep pushing ourselves to be better is a big one. I also think um, being able to work hard and push yourself even when nobody's watching is a big thing. We wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't push ourselves in the off season for the past two years. And so that's something that I think we all are proud of. I think that piece of advice right there might be one of the most important things that our listeners can take away from this is when no one is looking, um, how hard are you working? Right. Whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in athletics, whether it's in band, vocal, whatever it may be, um, someone's always working harder is what I've always been told. And so whatever you do when you... Yeah, and I, I think... 
I've always told people, I think wrestling is the hardest sport to do in high school. I, I think that's tough between cutting weight and you're going one-on-one with somebody. But I've always said track and field is the second hardest because it is so easy to quit. It is so easy to say, ah, oh, I just don't feel good. Or, you know, there's tons of things that could come up for excuses. And to, you're exactly what you said, to push yourself and to try to get the most that you can get out of yourself um, says a lot. And I think track teaches a lot of that as well. You know, and I know just from being in the junior high, one of the things that would irritate coaches um, when students or athletes would ask out of events, you know, they Mm -hmm. didn't prefer a certain event. They wanted to be in a different event, but the students that just took on whatever it may be that, you know, if um, coach Cavalier, coach Parker, Mr. Conley, Mrs. Eichelberg, if they put you in an event, they see promise there. They, they want to see what you can do and that's what it's all about. So understanding that it's part, you know, you're doing this for the team as big as well. So, all right, Travis. I think it's that time. You ready for it? Okay. <laughs> ready or not. <laughs> it, it, the question's coming, whether. You should see the look on her face yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's got notes for this one. No. Um, if you were to win the lottery and you've already put all the money aside that you're going to need to be comfortable for the rest of your life, what is the first splurge that you make what's the first item that you go out and buy that might be considered wasteful in in some sense um i think i might buy a new car i wouldn't say i have a dream car but i would definitely shop around and find one that i like you don't like the buick (laughs) do you still have that no actually i just my got a hand-me-down the other day from my dad there you go (laughs) hey those are the best ones right there yes it was definitely an upgrade all right, that's a good one. That's a good one. How about you, Tad? What do um, you got for a splurge? Mine would be, uh, if I had enough, um, it would be a little plot of land where I had a pond so I could trick some fish. That'd be, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. Yeah, it's, well, land's not cheap. Uh, yeah, it's not cheap. That's what I'm saying. So a certain part of the country or you're right talking around, like right here? Right around here. Around I, have here? No, I have no desire to go anywhere. So how about yourself? I have a desire to go somewhere. I I said if I could splurge, I would go for that second house in Arizona. Well, I, I understand that, though, that Arizona is like your thing. Uh, yeah, I'd like to have it somewhere close to Camelback Mountain, kind of up on the up on the mountain a little bit. My aunt and uncle live about a mile or two from there. I'll have to get their address. <laughs> but, yeah. Take an inflatable mattress and you'll probably be okay. That's probably not going to fly in that area. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, Alexis, we appreciate you coming on. It's sometimes not easy to get it scheduled and you were very accommodating. So we appreciate that and best of luck moving forward. Thank you. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. 
Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or r-e-i-n-c-o-n-s-t at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. Chad Bixby in the studio with us tonight. Chad, how you doing? Not too bad. Thanks for having me, guys. Not a problem at all. I actually didn't know if you'd be willing to come in that easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, everyone else has been here. I thought it'd be, you know, <laughs> got to show up. You want that karma, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we've only been shot down we've once. Been, we've been shot down once and stood up once. Yes. Oh, really? Somebody yes. stood you up? Yep. No names. Don't don't right, need to right. embarrass anybody. Right. But. And, sure. I, and there was a reason for that. So I I'm not going to get into details. But yeah, we yeah. otherwise we have very good luck with that. Well, so. yeah, it's a good show. So why not? <laughs> I appreciate that. Make sure you tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get started here, Chad, can you give us a little background information about yourself? Sure. Sure. Yeah. This is my uh, fourth year here at Dighton Hartford. Um, been doing technology since about 2010. I actually started out in the classroom at Gladbrook Rhinebeck, taught computer apps and accounting and all that good stuff, and started liking the computers and messing with them, and uh, kind of self-taught idiot, I guess you could, you could say, and uh, worked my way up, and uh, was the tech guy at uh, GR until 2017, and opening came here and uh, applied for it. My wife works in the district, so and kids go here, so thought I'd be a good fit, and lucky enough, I got the job. Made sense to... Made sense to make that transition, right? Yeah, it's kind of nice. You know, I live about a block and a half from school, didn't have to drive anymore, and uh, be on the same calendar and, and schedule as our kids and, and my wife. So, yep. it, And nobody holds it against you that you're originally from Grundy Center, right? Oh, no, no, no. Nobody no, ever brings no, that up? Or... No, no. I, I tell you what, you know, graduate from Grundy Center, and, <laughs> you know, no one ever talks about Grundy Center kids at all. And I remember talking to a lot of dyke people when I was in high school. <laughs> And they weren't very nice over here to Granny Center guys like <laughs> Kurt Jewell and Laverne Weber and those guys oh. and Randy Dodd. And, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, they uh, yeah they got after us, Granny boys. Hey, now. <laughs> no names again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no names. <laughs> those are all made-up names. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, no uh, relation. Conceal nope. the... <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you definitely have ties to the district. Um, and like you said, you're the tech coordinator here. Um, what is the hardest part of, of your job right now? Uh, I think the hardest part, I would say, is um, standardized testing sometimes. The ISAS, map testing things can get a little difficult, uh, making sure everything's set up, ready to go. Uh, it's just different from each device you're on. Like the MacBook Air has got so many things that could cause it to go wacko, and you got to make sure that all that's taken care of. 
uh, before the test. Otherwise, a kid could get kicked out. Um, that's one of the things. I'd say the other thing is working all day long on something, and then it still doesn't work at the end of the day. It's like spinning your wheels in mud all day long. Like, for example, today we were working on the scoreboard. Travis and I were trying to figure that out and still didn't get it figured out yet, so we'll go back at it tomorrow. But, um, you know, just troubleshooting and trying to figure things out. Well, I have total faith in you, too. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't bet on it. Um, So what's a typical day look like for you then? I usually uh, come to school and uh, turn my monitor on, stare at it for about a half hour, (laughs) and then, uh, you know, maybe play some solitaire. I'm just kidding, guys. That's office space. In the back, in the door lock. Office space. Hey, yo. Yeah, I, I have seen that movie. <laughs> so that's one of the three movies that Travis has seen I in have, his life. Yeah. I have <laughs> seen Office Space. No, it, uh, it it varies from day to day. Um, you know, each day is different as a tech guy, and you know, it could start out at five in the morning. You get a nice uh, wake up call from Mr. Stockdale that hey, school's going to be delayed or or canceled. Could you get that you know message out to everybody and um, come to school and you know, uh, kids, maybe a machine broke down the night before or teacher's machine or just teachers need help with certain software. Th- that's the nice thing about the job is it just varies from day to day. What What is what is the average times you get stopped before you even get to your office in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could, it could be anywhere from probably two, minimum two probably, right. of things that you know, could be going wrong or, you know, not something's not working right. And, hey, could you stop by? And, of course, then I just say, hey, make sure you email me, too, because, honestly, I will forget. Right. <laughs> because there's just a lot of things going on in the tech world and, and the mind's always spinning. So, yeah, but at least minimum of two, probably. Yeah. You guys are busy people. I don't know if I've ever seen you guys just, like, doing nothing. It's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work for you guys. Do you like that randomness? Or, I mean, it's not a typical schedule. Um do you appreciate that, or I mean, what? yeah, it's 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 nice and flexible, but um, yeah, it uh, when it gets, it's weird because like sometimes you're like okay, not much going on right now, and all of a sudden, boom, you just get hit and slammed. You know, you got four kids standing there, um, and sometimes I just tell teachers, you know, if they're working on something, only send a couple of time to make sure that we're not, you know, the office isn't overflowing, but. Uh, the best is always when the internet goes down. Like I bet I get uh, emails, telephone calls, anything like that, and sometimes I'll just answer with like, "I know, I know." <laughs> um, when I when I first started working here, and I would, you know, I'm I'm in the New Hartford campus. Chad's here in the Dyke campus, and you know the internet would go down in New Hartford, and and I learned really quick that Chad already knows. That I don't have to I don't have to let him know and. After about the second or third time, I'm like, okay, I don't, he knows, you know, I, I don't have to let him know because there's already 30 other people that have. On top, <laughs> and on top of that, you, you're always good about sending out like scheduled maintenance. So you've got the random times that it shuts down and then the scheduled maintenance on top of that, you're coming in on the weekends and. Yeah. When we've had this uh, remodel project going on, they shut the power down. And so you have to come in and shut down your VMs and, and then. That shuts down the whole network, so nobody can get on. So it's just worthless sitting here. And I think I think I actually did it to you guys here, oh, probably a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know you guys were in here doing the podcast, oh. and I shut all the VMs down and would have shut your network down. And I get out in the circle drive, and I saw these two vehicles. I thought, 
Who's here at school <laughs> on a Wednesday night or Wednesday night before spring break? Seriously, people, get out of here. And I'm like, oh, that was Ted and Travis. Oops. Just so us I, losers. I, Don't I, worry yeah, about it. So I, I know I cut your internet, and I feel bad about that. Honestly, it doesn't really You know, I, it, it doesn't affect us. Okay, so you guys aren't on there browsing the web as we sit here and talk or anything no, like that? No, no. I, I, okay. I do all my research beforehand. Yeah, we, we're, we're all re- ready to go. Our questions are prepared here and... You know. yep, yep. So don't don't feel bad. I really didn't actually. I thought, God, who, what losers are here for real? And then it's just you two. So I'm like, oh, they're good. Perfect. Uh, no worries. No, yeah. no big whoop. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm glad you were able to uh, get a laugh out of that. <laughs> so, how has your job evolved over the years? Oh wow! I tell you what. Um, you know, back in the day when you first started out doing technology, you basically just had one computer lab, and that was it. Right. And it was filled with like a Windows PC machine. Um, and then from there, that's where you did all your map testing. So map testing would go in there, and when I actually taught computer apps, I'd get kicked out of the computer lab for seriously like a week at a time. It's like, what am I supposed to do with computer <laughs> apps with no computer? Right. So at GR, they, they're like, oh, well, we have these awesome dream writers. We maybe can do some word processing on these things. Do you guys know what a dream writer is? No. Yeah, have you'll have to Google it sometime. It's a pretty sweet machine. I know what an Apple IIe is. Yeah, well... <laughs> Probably Pretty close. A little worse than that. <laughs> so so they're like, oh, maybe you can do some word processing on those. Well, I don't think they didn't boot it up in like two years or whatever, you know. So <laughs> half of them worked. It was a disaster. But, you know, so we went from window PCs, messed with the Dream Writers, and now it's just awesome that every single kid in our district has their own device that they touch every single day, whether it be an iPad, a Chromebook, or a MacBook Air. So it, it, it's just amazing. Um that we're able to provide that technology to the kids and have that in their hands. Yeah. And I started teaching in 2000 and computers were kind of just starting to get into the system. And I remember uh, over at Hudson, uh, Kevin Murray's the tech guy there. And back in the day, if you want to do any kind of update of any sort, you had to touch every single machine. And I know he hated those days and mm-hmm. nights because you had to come in, you know, crazy hours, take care of stuff and, I mean, nowadays it's a little more streamlined, but boy, that had to be just so painstaking to to have to update, you know, and, and technology was changing so fast, you know, trying to stay in front of it. It's got to be. Yeah. And, and, and back to the hardest hard. part about technology, you asked about the job is, you know, staying up to date with everything that's going on. I mean, it just changes so rapidly, yeah. you know, new apps or new software or an update here and update there. But yeah, like Travis was talking about, you used to have to touch every machine. And, and when I was at Gladbrook Rhinebeck, they had this program called Deep Freeze on it. So what that would mean is no matter what happened, what that kid did to that machine after it rebooted, it'd go back to that exact same state. So they could download oh, wow. a virus or do whatever. But once they rebooted it, it'd go back to normal. So, but when you want to install new software and update, you'd have to turn deep freeze off on each machine, do the <laughs> oh, update, wow. and then turn deep freeze back on. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and now we use something called um, Jamf, Jamf Cloud, and that pushes out our apps for iPads. And then, like, for example, for Test Nav for uh, the MacBook Airs, that pushes all that out to kids' machines and just automatically comes down and puts in their applications folder. Or there's a uh, software, there's an app on their computer called Self Service that they're able to install apps from there too. So, yeah, one of the things that I like, honestly, for the podcast is I take my Chromebook in here. It's it's small enough I can use it. I can flip it around. It's very handy for what I do here. And and then I've got my MacBook as well too that I'm able to. Uh, I almost always use that at school in the classroom. And there are a lot of different things that these Chromebooks can do that the MacBooks can't. 
Yeah, you know the Chromebooks. I mean, they've come a long ways, and they're they're yeah. in a lot of schools now. Uh, the price point on those is is better than MacBook Air. Um, sturdiness, they're getting better better made. Um, and there's just so many different things out there made for Chrome with the extensions that can you know make your Chromebook just as productive right. as your MacBook Air. So yeah, they're coming. They've come a long ways. And uh, besides Travis and Joanna Seymour here, I mean. We've got a nice tech department that helps out, whether it's MacBook Air or or the Chromebook. So I don't know why he's laughing, Travis. I, I don't know either. Wow. Besides. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Wow. Yeah. Shots fired. I guess. Awesome. Um, so I got this is kind of a fun question, but I always kind of wonder this. Uh-huh. Um, which group of people makes the most work for you in your position? Is it the teachers? The administrators or students? Ooh, that's kind of a loaded question. I don't know right. if I want to answer that. Or you could answer all the above, and then this is maybe. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say uh, they each have their own. You um, don't know. I'm, I'm, you don't get out of it. Okay. That well, I'm going to pile on then. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say go. the administrators because oh yeah, well we'll just talk to Chad or whatever, and we'll have him take care of that or or this and that. Right. You know, when we need the auditorium set up or we need we need this taken care of. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, Chad can take care of that. All right, I so. see him doing the same so thing. So Travis like, is sitting there shaking his head. So. Let's, let's go get the screen set up. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ted helped out today. Yeah, I just happened yeah. to see him. Yeah, him and Will. Yeah, they they didn't need help. I would just happen to be there, and I felt kind of dumb standing there. So oh, he did a nice yeah. job. It's it, it's a lot easier with two and three than one. Let's just <laughs> yeah. put it that way. Yeah, no, they they the administrators. I'm just joking, but they uh, yeah, I'd say the administrators. <laughs> they pile on. They have a lot of. Uh, grand plans or great ideas but there's a lot of work sometimes that goes behind those ideas on the back end there's a lot of work right. that has to get put into right. that yeah right yep you know i i always kind of laugh about one of the things that would drive me nuts it doesn't like really really that techie <laughs> but reply all oh. Oh. i i've joked around with you about this a few different times but those are the worst kind of people yeah <laughs> well yeah. you know what we should do we'll have you on again and we'll have the most common problems that can be solved very easy. <laughs> and then you come through with like four or five, say, okay, when you do a reply, you have to look. You don't reply all. You you reply unless you really mean it. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is where the, when you when your computer goes down, check the plug in first. Make sure it's plugged in. You know? uh, I've, I've done that before <laughs> on, a, on a piece or a, a desktop. I went in, the, the computer wouldn't turn in. Or turn on. So I'm like, okay, you know, so I walk in there, I plug it in the back, I turn it on, teacher goes, What happened? I said, You don't want to know. And I walked out of the room. <laughs> so yeah. I have seen it before, like where uh, a teacher didn't have the plug in. Like, you know how you could do the reset switch on on some of those plug in strips? Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. They had it turned off. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this was like a 15 minute thing. And I looked, I'm like, your lights off on your plug in. Well, you don't think of the obvious. You know, sometimes, right. seriously, when you're doing troubleshooting, I don't think of the obvious, you know, what it right, could be right. something that's way deeper than that. I bet they've already tried this. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, they, uh, they, simple they things like, uh, you know, if they're vacuuming in the room, they bump it on accident, those core, yeah. you right. know. I, I, don't know. I had one teacher had a surge protector plugged into a surge protector <laughs> and thought they were going to get power. <laughs> no. No. It doesn't work that way. No. It's no. not like infinite power. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Yeah. Great but, idea. But but you know what? It, it's job security for us. And, 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 and But I will say this about our staff here. They do a fantastic job yes. with technology, uh, K-12. So um, yep. And they're very understanding because yes. a lot of times you go in and, and 
uh, Chad's probably the same way, but I, I want to solve the problem. I want to solve it. And if I can't, I feel bad about it. But the teachers understand that, you know, it's technology. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You yeah. know, it's just. A, and then sometimes they do get it and they'll be like, the first thing that would be out of my mouth would be, have you restarted your machine yet? Yeah. No, I did not do that. I should try that first, right? <laughs> yeah. I should always try that first before I call you, right? <laughs> and I said, yeah, 99% of the time that's going to take is, care of the yeah. issue. <laughs> but uh, And sometimes it doesn't, but right. uh, most of the time it does. Yep. The other thing I like, you know, the kids have, they're, they're like, my, my machine's running really slow. My computer's running really huh. slow. I'm like, well, it's probably the 84 tabs that you've got open <laughs> and, the, and the moving objects on your screen right. probably might be the problem. Yeah, the, the, 3,500 apps you have on there. I'd be slowing it down. <laughs> yeah, when we did ISAS testing, I just told the kids, make sure you restart your computer and this and that. And, you know, some of them did, some of them didn't. And I'd be like, when's the last time you restarted your computer? Oh, probably September. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? What year is it again? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey, if you want it to run like that, that's fine. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this is a, a random question that I've been looking forward to quite a bit. Oh, yeah, this no. is a good one. Is this like the random question of the day? This is so the we're getting towards the end of this thing. Yep, so that's yep, good. yep, yep. You're I'm the, starting to sweat over yep, here. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the downslide, Chad. Okay. All right. I like this one a lot. This is a good one. Who was your first celebrity crush when you were growing up? Um, I'd probably have to go Saved by the Bell. Probably uh, the Kapowski, Kelly Kapowski. Oh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, you knew her name. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just knew uh, Kelly Kapowski. What, that, that that was Tad, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How yeah. About, all right. The only reason I know wasn't she on like nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, as well? she was. Yep. And, and, and only reason <laughs> Look I, at you guys were the only reason I knew was because it's hyphenated. <laughs> it, it, it stands I bet, out. It I bet stands that's out. Why you knew? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I watched Saved by the Bell for Screech myself, but yeah, he just died. Yeah. Too. Rip. Oh, that's rip, right. Yeah. Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Yep. Like oh, yeah. stage four lung cancer, I think. Yeah. All right, Travis, what about you? All right. I went, um, I remember watermelon day when I was a little kid. They had this ring toss, these two uh, two liter Coke bottles, and you had to throw the rings on it. And if you got it, you got posters. Oh, yeah. Magic Johnson and all those seven up posters. Well, they had a small supply of Ferret Fawcett posters. Ted, Ted might Ted might be a little young for Fair Fawcett. You know, you're a little bit older than all of us, Travis. So, <laughs> Charlie's Angels. No, I actually do know who she who you know she Farrah is. Fair Fawcett. Yep. So I, that was uh, yeah, that was probably my first. I think I had two or three posters of her. You probably spent a lot was, of money on kept those winning, oh, yeah. games. <laughs> well, there wasn't very many. You had to. Was <laughs> everybody the, else was lining up for it? Was that the poster that was up in Shawshank Redemption or not? You're not going to know because you've probably never seen the movie. Travis. I have. I have seen. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Was that Farrah Fawcett? Do you guys remember, or was it somebody I, else? I, was I don't think Hayward? it was. I don't know the scene you're talking about, but I can't honestly think of who was in that Okay, It picture. was hiding the hole. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, he, I, he carved I, up. I, I'm 100% almost always wrong, but I don't think it was her. Okay, okay. So it probably was. Right. So it probably was. <laughs> no. well, I'll have to Google that later and see yep. who it was. Yep. Okay. And yep. they do uh, do reruns of uh, Farrah Fawcett on Cozy TV. Okay. And what, that's actually how I... Kind of. Oh, you watch Cozy TV? Every once in a while. Where's that at? Is that on YouTube TV or is that? Uh, on? You go to YouTube TV. It's the very last one. Okay. Yep. And you probably get it on Amish or. Uh, I, yeah, on Country Cable, I think on the. Country Cable. Yep. Yep. I think you can do that. So. Um. Well, you guys have some older, older ones here. You weren't too bad, Chad. Yeah. Uh, I, 
yours is, I'm guessing it's probably going to be green. What do you mean by that? Is it a Ninja Turtle? No, it's not, a, that's it's never not a, quite odd. They don't crush? even have a girl Ninja Turtle. He's a big Ninja Turtle fan. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Anyways, mine was Jennifer Aniston. Always. Oh, yeah. On Friends, the show Friends. I, yes. Yeah. She was probably the, you know, by the time I started, like, really, you know, she's, she's a good looking, you know, it was her, Jennifer Aniston, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Jennifer Aniston as well, but yeah, she's that great. wasn't my first. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Yeah. She is great. Yeah, yeah. And she's yep. still doing like some pretty awesome movies too. We're the Millers. That's a good <laughs> one. Now I have seen that movie, and that movie is awesome. It is funny. That I don't, is think, so I don't funny. think I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh my gosh. Check out TBS or TNT that every is. once every Saturday, I think is yeah. on. Yep. It's good stuff. Okay. You ever seen the the outtakes? Yeah, I have, and those are just as funny. When as they do the, the friends thing, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, and then the, she's also in a new one with Steve Carell, a new uh, series. I think it's on HBO, Apple TV. Uh, it are they news people? Maybe, oh, it I might think, be I, Apple I think TV. I've seen that advertised, yeah, yeah, on Apple yeah. TV. Yep, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think we're three for three. Yeah, I don't think there's any complaints here. Nope, no yeah. complaints here. That was an easy question. Well, it was a, it was one that had to be asked. I thought maybe right? it was going to be like uh, Pablo's or Poncheros. I didn't know if it was going to be that or what. So uh, that that's a whole other podcast, I think, for you. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. We all know the answer here. If we ever do that segment of that, I want to do of what's your beef? Yeah, like, like something that's just bugging you. <laughs> the pet peeve. We will definitely have Chad in. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a few beefs there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of the Family Guy grinds your gears. What, this really grinds my gears. Okay, all right. The blank stairs tell me I, everything I, I need to I know here. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm on Family Guy. I've never seen that show. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are I've heard super it's pretty, dumb. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it's pretty funny though. Yeah, very appropriate. Too. Is there somebody named Stewie or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, Chad. Well, I want to thank you for stopping in tonight, and uh, this was a fun one too. So, all right. Thanks, guys, yep. for having me. Yep. No keep, problem. And keep teching. All right, we are back. We've got Mary Claire McCarter with us in the studio tonight. Mary Claire, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too bad. It's actually been a really good night. We've learned a lot, like we always do. Um, You've been a busy person lately, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you like it that way? Um. Yeah, yeah. Busy is better. <laughs> busy is better, right? I'm, I'm glad there was no hesitation with that answer, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, why don't you, Mary Claire, why don't you give us a little uh, background information about yourself? Okay, I'm a sophomore in high school. Um, I have two brothers. I'm involved in speech, robotics, cross country, and tennis. Oh, you're in tennis as well. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I did not know that. Um, so, I do, you, actually, do you know Jenna Joslin? I do know her. Do you guys know her? Yeah, she she's on the tennis team. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yeah, she happens to be on the tennis team as well. <laughs> so, we're one thing. Uh, I'm sorry, but go ahead. How many? You know how many girls are on the team, roughly? Uh, about six, 16, I think. 16. We don't think we asked that question. I, of, and I of don't Jenna. know if we asked about the first tennis meet either. No. 
Nope. And we didn't really ask her about how tennis really works. We actually like kind of dropped the ball three. quite a bit with Jenna. <laughs> we might have to have her back on. Yeah. And, and I was going to ask her if she was going to go turkey hunting, too. This, you know, we got to get Travis all worked up about. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> but let's let's focus on Okay, Mary okay. Claire. So, Mary Claire, um, I actually noticed just recently that you've been featured in a video for Dyke New Hartford about robotics. And I thought that would be a really great... Uh, Actually, Travis mentioned it. This would be a really cool interview with everything that's going on right now. So what does a typical day of robotics look like for you? Okay, so we have two seasons in robotics. The first is kind of in the fall. That's not our actual build season when we're actually building our robot. That's kind of the build-up to it. So during that time, we'll go two days a week from 6 to 8. But in the middle of kind of from the end of January to mid-April, we'll ramp it up to about mm, three days a week going from five to eight. And when you're in the robotics shop, you're there to work. So the whole time <laughs> you're working on something. How many people are, are involved in this? Um, right now we have about six to seven regular members, and we have three great mentors there as well. Who are the mentors? Uh, we have Tyler Strickler and Todd Graper. They are... Um, they work at John Deere, and they come and volunteer here. And we also have Joanna Seymour. She's a teacher here, as you know. Yeah, we do. We've actually had Joanna on the program before. Yes. She was yes, on the inaugural episode. She was. Talked about Lego League. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yep. And she seemed pretty excited. She, she didn't know that you were going to be on the podcast tonight, and then I mm-hmm. told you don't, uh, don't get hurt before the podcast, and she was really excited that you were going to join us tonight. So, Yeah, she's a good advocate for all these programs, too. Yeah. So. yeah. Did you... With rob- How long have you been involved with robotics? This is my second year. Your second year? And any intimidation or any, I mean, what was the, what was the reasoning for doing robotics? Well, you watched the video, so you know that I did not want to do it at first. Right. right. I was like, this is way out of my league. I, I can't. I gave up before I even started. But then, you know, parents are like, come on, you got to try it. So I did. I went out <laughs> and... Miss Seymour was great. She kind of helped me. She kind of helped me learn about it. And yeah, you just kind of go with it. They, you kind of jump right in at first. And like, I didn't know anything about coding. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. But it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And you've always been one, you know, as I've had you as a student and everything. I I think you enjoy a challenge. I do. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that you were one of those people that likes to, if it if it's there, if it's an issue or anything like that, you're going to solve it. You're going to work through it. So I think that's probably some good advice your parents gave you as well. Um, so you said there are six, seven? Six the... or seven regulars. Is that right? Uh-huh. We have a pretty small team this year. What What's a normal size team? Uh, a normal size team, you would want almost 15. Oh, wow. So, yeah, we oh, are... you would want 15. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we are always looking to recruit. So you're members. on the recruiting trail. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is I did not know how many people would make like I didn't a, a solid roster for that. So that's interesting. Right. I, anytime I, I watch BattleBots a lot. I love BattleBots. Chris Bots. Rose. Yeah, it's, Chris it's Rose good stuff. It, but yeah. they only have you know five or six people. Do you all have to be there like for meet competitions? I, I think they're probably competitions, aren't they? Are they? Um. Yes. Yeah. So the whole season we are working towards one big competition. 
And obviously it's different with COVID this year, but usually it's a three-day thing. They have it over at UNI. And we will compete with other robotics teams in our uh, surrounding area. And then we will the winner of that will compete with other robotics teams all around the world, actually, because this is a worldwide thing. So this year you're not going to UNI? No, this year it's virtual because of the pandemic. Okay, so you'll do it here in-house somewhere? Uh, yes, actually. When you saw us tonight, we we're actually recording videos to send in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And who chooses the challenge? And does it ch- does it change it year to year? Um, and, and do you even know that answer because you've only been at it for two years? And <laughs> um, yes, the challenge does change every year. Our robotics competition is put on by this organization called First Robotics, and they kind of give us um, a challenge, as you said, and, like, this year we were supposed to shoot at a target up really high. And, like, the past year it was – the past in past years it has been, like, to lift a box up onto a shelf. Okay. hmm Is that something that – do you have a preference on the types of challenge that challenges that you are given? I mean, is there anything that, you know, you work on in general that you enjoy with those challenges? Um. I mean, not really. I mean, I've only been on the team for two years, and we've had the same challenge both years, which, um, and I think it's been good. I mean, a challenge is a challenge, I think, and I don't think right. you can have a preference. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm sorry. That was not you a mean very like clear question. You mean, like, as far as doing a certain role with robotics? Yeah. yeah do you like yeah. doing the coding? Do that you was like a doing really the poorly worded question. The building, do you like, I mean, or do you guys do it all? Um, well, there are actually three sides to robotics, business, building, and coding. And I am more on the coding side of things. Okay. Yep. So I'll, like, program the robot and tell it what to do. Okay. And I, I, I know what building is, but what, what what's the business? Business? Like, yeah, well, what part is that? We need sponsors to continue our robotics team. So the business side of things, we'll, do, we'll keep track of our finances, okay. and they'll talk to sponsors and things like that. Okay. Just another uh, activity that's teaching you life skills. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've talked about these different challenges. What about personal goals for yourself? Do you have, Does robotics allow you to have set some personal goals for yourself? Oh, definitely. Uh, like I said, I didn't know anything about coding, and now it's something I really enjoy, and I just want to get better at it. Because right now I'm taking a computer science class in the high school with Miss Seymour because of robotics. And now I just want to push myself to learn more about coding and what else I can do in this field. Very good. And what's the most challenging task for you in these meetings, these preparation practices that you do two or three times a week? Um, well, probably building our robot. I mean, that is the most hard for me personally, but we have some great team members and mentors who deal with that. But also, when you're talking about coding, we have this thing called autonomous. And that is when we put in the code what we want the robot to do. So I'll say, like, move five feet at 50% speed. And the robot will do that without me controlling it with a joystick or an Xbox controller. When you do your coding, is there a certain language you use? Uh, Yes. Right now we are using Java, but you can use C++ and Python. I. So over COVID, I tried to learn Python. I I really enjoyed it, but I was it was so hard. I mean, 
there's so much to learn. I mean, there's so much that's involved and I wasn't using it enough. I was taking an online class and so I wasn't able to like really use it out there and, you know, I could do the tutorials and stuff like that, but, I, and I think it would be very beneficial. I'm, I'm actually, I'm jealous that you're able to do all that because that's, that's cool stuff. I like the coding. I think it'd be kind of fun, but. I, think I know they're pushing it a lot more. Probably past my prime. <laughs> I think you can always learn something new. I know. We'll see. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll join in and, and learn Come a thing a or two. Come to a practice or something. That'll be. So tonight, w- I walked through the multi, and there was a a male voice coming from the computer. Was that just talking back to you, or what was that? Well, actually, that voice was one of our other mentors his name is Colton Glick and I kind of forgot about him so don't tell him but um uh, too late <laughs> <laughs> we I'm glad um, I brought it up for you yeah, yeah thank you <laughs> we, he was actually a past um student at Dyke New Hartford and now he um attends Iowa State University and he was on the team and he was this amazing coder like that's what he goes to Iowa State for now and he is great. He will pop in and help us if we are struggling with any coding issues. And he'll okay. Talk so he was us. zooming or something. Whatever. Yes, we were zooming. Gotcha. I and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. I didn't want to bug you guys, but I could hear the voice. And I'm like, wow, is is that coming from the robot or is that? Yes, actually, we you, programmed our you, robot. Are you <laughs> typing in some type of code and it comes out? And and honestly, I thought it was telling you, yes, that was a good code, or no, it was a bad code. I honestly thought that's you what it was. You should have just gone with it. I honestly, like, yeah. I honestly thought that's what it was, because I saw no guy there. I was a like, little artificial intelligence AI working against, all right, which I have no intelligence, but well, you know what? That's why we go artificial. Hey, now. <laughs> all right, so um, have you started, you're a sophomore, have you started thinking about any future plans just in the, the planning stage or the brainstorming stage at all? Well, yes, actually. Um, previous to robotics, before I had started it, I was kind of a, more of an L.A. person. I it was not involved in STEM. I was like, math, you, that's gross. Never going to do like that. I'm still like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, after uh, I started learning more about STEM, I'm thinking that maybe ISU is something I want to look into in my future. And Colton has really helped me with that. That is very good. That's awesome. I, I think that's the more kids we get into those types of programs, uh, the better. And that's coming from an L.A. teacher. So, right. Well, it, it, somebody has to make this stuff. Exactly. You know, everything we're using has some coding behind it, you know, and if there isn't anybody to do it, then. Yeah. We all need we all need to advocate for the different roles that yeah, I think, uh, the I think professions awesome. play for. So, yep. um, and then what, here I've got do you see programs like robotics or future problem solvers playing a role in how you approach things that are happening for you in the classroom? Uh, yeah, actually. So encoding and future problem solvers, you kind of go through through things like um, through a set of steps. And it, I, th- I think it's easier to think through things that way, think through it logically. So when we're doing like, well, even writing a paper in L.A., you kind of think through it. I kind of think through it chronologically. Now, look, I'll be like, okay, if I say this in my intro, I can use this in my conclusion, you know, and that's what we're kind of tying it all together. Right. Up. And that's on, honestly, that's kind of what I do, too. When it comes to writing, I'm very uh, I almost picture the paragraphs of what I want them to say or include. And like you said, chronologically, it needs to make sense. Your ideas need to come out clearly. And 
So I'm glad that you're seeing those those skills pay off in different areas. Um, do you think, and you've already talked about this might impact your career path a little bit, mm-hmm. possibly Iowa State. Very good. All right. So uh, there was something else I was going to, I just thought of and I forgot it already. Oh, I was going to ask you this. Do you think you could challenge Coach Moore to like pick his best free throw shooter? And then you guys, I saw you guys shooting free throws with the robot. So, well, actually, I'll do you one better. I think we should challenge Coach Moore and Coach Dahl. See if they can make a free, free throw. <laughs> oh, there you go. That would be cool. I just, I mean, I think if you were to like do a best out of 10, you know, who would win this? All right. Man or machine. That's what I was getting. Yeah, exactly. Man versus machine. I, I, and I, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, what would your pitch be to anybody out there that's thinking about joining robotics or, you know, you want some people, some more students, what what do you say to them? My pitch would be just try it because I can assure you guys that you do not know what it what you're getting into until you try it. And like I said, I didn't think I would be good at it. And you don't have to be good at it because we're here to teach you. We're, he- we're here to help you learn about it. So you don't have to come in knowing all these things. You could know nothing, and we would still accept you. We would love if you would come and try it. Hear that, Travis? I, I'm seriously, you may see me there, unfortunately. But uh, So you're, you're talking about people joining. When can they join? Can they join now? Is it? Do they need to wait till the season starts? Do they talk to Mrs. Seymour first? I mean, what if somebody is interested, how do they go about um, getting that out. Well, our season just ended today, actually. So if you wanted to join robotics, we would probably prefer in the beginning of the season. So like maybe September in the fall, okay. that kind of deal. But I think we would still probably accept you anytime as long as you were willing to, um, put in the effort, you know? Sure. Okay. That's very cool. Um, and then, so if you were, you have eighth graders coming in and I talked to Jenna about this as well. How would you? What would your pitch be to them um, to join the team? You said you got seven members, 15's ideal. How are you going to get those numbers up? Well, actually, every year um, the robotics team will go down to the junior high, and we haven't in past years, well, recent years, that was what I mean, but we'll actually go and show them the robot, and we've actually been planning this for a couple weeks now, and we want to just show them what it's all about. And I think that's great, too. That would because be very I, cool. I do know with the work that's been done in the field um, by our staff about pushing STEM and things like that in the, in the math classrooms and science classrooms, I think you're going to see a larger group of students that, that go out for robotics in the very near future. Yep, I think so, too. That'd be, that's awesome. Yeah, that'd be, and to go down there, what, what a better way than to show them visually Hey, we built this. You can be a part of it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool incentive. Yeah. On top of it, just the way you're talking about being there to help them, I think they've got some great role models that they can uh, use to their advantage yeah. as well. Do you guys do uh, outside jobs? Like, um, can I get a robot made to do the dishes or uh, go that's grab me a pop out of the fridge? or That's called a dishwasher. <laughs> but But I want something to actually empty it. Okay. And that's what my dad tells me kids are for, so. <laughs> and then that's why I'm asking about the robot. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen those, like, lawnmower machines that you can just. Well, they got the vacuum. Yeah, the Roombas. And 
Apparently, you have the name. And and so I have I do have an idea for a robot. Uh, I do not want to tell anybody. I have talked to Mrs. Seymour about it. Is it the track thing? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Don't you think that's a great idea? I do think, honestly, that. I is mean, if that could, cool. she says it can happen. So I, I'll, I'll tell you off air, Tad. But I, it's a million dollar idea. I think. I bet, and it might even make you ten bucks or so. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. All right, we, you know what? We got to get to that random question of the day. We do. Claire. She's been waiting for it. All right. So many sitcoms, they all have taglines. What would be the tagline to the sitcom of your life? Oh, this makes me nervous. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, so Cheers. You want sometimes you want to yeah. go where everybody knows your name. Yep. Okay. So that would be one. Yep. Um, there are plenty of other ones. Do you have one? <laughs> Well, well, we'll let Mary Claire think about it here for just a second. No, I, I want to hear yours. Want to hear mine? You, you, he was so excited about this, he hid it from me. Right. Well, you assumed that I was. I did assume. I, I had made but, an assumption. But likely, I mean, very good guess. But I do like his tagline that I thought he was going to use, but it, it's not the one. So, yeah, Travis, which one was I? Did you think? I thought he was going to say, "Don't do your best, do my best." Yeah. I mean, that's how he signs off of yeah, I do virtually like anything. I do like that. So my tagline would be, did he really just say that? Because <laughs> a lot of random stuff comes out of my mouth. Yeah. And for instance, today, this morning, I was talking to uh, our secretary there in New Hartford. And somehow, I, I don't know, it stuff just pops up. So I told her, oh, here's the deal was there were these... Um, like ho-hos, some some type of cake that was had a bazillion calories in it. Looked delicious. And so I, and I've thought about this. Could you eat your favorite, let, look, let's just say pizza. You like pizza, Tad? Oh, I, never I've, mind. I've been in, <laughs> yeah, you've known, known to eat pizza. Mary Claire, mm-hmm. you like pizza? Okay. So pizza has a lot of calories in it. Could you eat the pizza, get the taste of it, and then spit it out and not have to ingest the calories. What, what is the reasoning for swallowing the food? Because you, you want to taste it. I mean, you, you're, you're eating something like your uh, peanut butter, uh, whatever. Peanut butter malts, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that, that will melt. But if you had that and just spit it out, would you still get the same satisfaction if you ate it? I like the feeling of being full. Okay, so obviously. Okay. <laughs> hey now. So, going back to the pizza thing, you eat the pizza, you spit it out, and then you eat some carrots. Then you eat healthy food to fill your gut and get your vitamins and you know what your body needs. But yet you still got the taste of the pizza. You just didn't get the calories. Okay, so how does this relate back to your tagline? Uh, did he really just say that? Because right now both of you guys are looking at me like, okay, go ahead and just shut up and oh. stop talking. Yeah, I. But that's that's the that's the dumb stuff that I think about. Yeah, I honestly, when I was thinking about this question, I just kept going back to ones that have already been used, and this one was my favorite one. Um, 
Have you ever watched the show that with Drew Carey when they used to have all the comedians on? Whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? Welcome to the show where the points are made up. Uh, yeah. So that was probably one of my favorite taglines. Well, I'm trying to think of it exactly how he phrased right. it. Uh, welcome to the everything's made up and the points don't matter. Right. I think that's what it was. And I actually use that every year in my uh, my bracket for March Madness. Welcome <laughs> to March Madness where everything's made up and the points don't matter because you're going to lose anyways right. 90% of the time. So uh, that was one that I would probably try to apply somehow. I like that. That's a good one. Okay. Mary Claire? Did, we, did I give you enough time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did. Um, well, at the beginning I had said um, busy is better, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe going with, sure, why not? You know, kind of like that. Eh, okay, why not? <laughs> I like it. I do too. I, um, and I, the easy button, like one of my my kids yeah. would always love like the the easy button. Um, that was easy, type thing. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Will Reingart came up to me today. He's like, "What's that?" Remember those commercials oh, yeah. from back in the day? Yeah, those were good. I think everybody said those that are pretty funny. Yeah, so. All right, we better let you go, Mary Claire. Thank you for uh, putting up with us and listening to things that we really just said. All right, everybody, that is going to wrap up another great episode of DNH Loose Change. What'd you think, Travis? I thought that was a good one, a very good one. Had a lot of variety. Definitely. We got to learn a lot about the spring sports, uh, particularly girls' spring sports, and uh, a lot of things technology wise I didn't know about with robotics and Chad Bixby joining us as well. Um, and speaking of that, our first pitch tonight definitely will go out to uh, Chad Bixby and Joanna Seymour. The work that they have done lately to get testing ready for the ISASP testing, uh, MAP testing, and FAST testing all at once, it's, that's a big task. Um, so they, they definitely deserve it, as well as the students taking these tests. It, it's a tough job uh, to sit there, and obviously we don't like to test the kids nonstop, but it is what it is, and there's not a lot we can do about that. But Chad and Joanna definitely make yeah, that work. Yeah, for sure. And you know, they start this testing uh, setup a long time ago. As far as you know, and you you heard Chad talk about the machines. You know, they don't just don't automatically run the software. There's certain things you got to do, and and I, I you know work pretty close with Chad, and there are many times where he was frustrated as far as trying to get those Macs figured out and, and what needs to be disabled and what, you know, can be on there and what can't. And, you know, you got to print tickets for every single kid and you got to develop the, you know, the database and, and all this stuff. And, and between him and Joanna, they, they do a, a rock solid job as well as the teachers to administer it, you know, cause this test and, and I don't have, I don't do a whole lot with it except for troubleshoot the, the hardware pretty much. But, you know, if a kid, you know, gets bumped out of it or, you know, doesn't quite take it right, then you've got, you know, Burnett Dove and you've got... Um, Diane Alders. Yes, and, and they're on the back end of it. 
making sure that the testers are working and getting kids back into the test. And, you know, so it's a it's a total team effort um, uh, yeah, for the, that. The preparation that goes into this it's, ahead of time, I think people are like, ah, oh, yeah, we're just going to open up our laptops right. and take the test. It's right. nothing like that. So No, it's Chad and Joanna do a great job of getting this. And it almost, I, I feel bad in a way because I, I don't know much about it. And it always seems like, Right when we get done with the testing one, you know, you get a couple months off or whatever, but then there's another, some type of test. And then they're getting ready for another, you know, certain type of test. Yeah, and and I don't, like, I've randomly messaged Chad and said, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing map testing at this time. And he'll be like, just send me the names and we'll be good to go. Or send me the dates, I mean, and we'll be good to go. And he does it at the drop of a hat. I mean, it's it's time consuming and he does it. Yep, they do a great job. So I definitely want to... Say thank you to those those people as well. And recently, we just crossed over 1,800 listeners. Nice. We're still growing quite a bit. And uh, I saw we have 88 followers on Twitter. Yeah. Get that thing up there a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Give it a follow. And uh, we have fun with it. Right. And the one thing I'll say, and this is a personal feeling on my end, is I'm not real – I don't like Twitter handles or Twitter um, – accounts that go nonstop. I mean, I don't want it flooding my my feed and we don't do that. No. You know, so if if you're if you're like, oh I don't, you know, lose change is gonna they're gonna, you know, do they're gonna post or, you know, tweet out fifteen things a day. You're looking at maybe three posts a week. I Right, I, right. I usually put up a post on Wednesday nights telling everyone about what they can look forward to. And then obviously Thursday morning I'll put a tweet or two out with the link and um, just encourage okay. people to go listen. That's yep. about it. Yep. So give that a follow and, and also, you know, download the the podcast as well because that helps us out, you know, and shows who's all listening. And, you know, again, if you have any improvements or you want to see a certain guest or something, you know, a, you know, DM the, the Twitter account and we'll make it happen. Yeah, we the interactive uh, or we love to interact with people. So, um Definitely get a hold of us. And uh, again, thank you for listening to DNH Loose Change.